0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Meat plants recover from cyber attack. Consumers are going to continue to experience more of these kinds of disruptions. Drilling leases suspended. This rolls back a signature achievement of the Trump presidency. Teenager versus bear. The first thing I think to do is to push the bear off the ledge it's standing on. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Last month, it was a major fuel pipeline. Now, the latest cyber attack targeted JBS, the world's top meat processor. Thirteen plants in the U.S. had to shut down, but the company says they'll be back in business today. CBS's Jeff Pegues has the latest on the investigation. JBS is the second largest producer of beef, pork, and chicken in the United States. After the company told White House officials it suffered a cyber attack from hackers likely linked to Russia, U.S. officials are asking the Russian government for an explanation. This is a national security issue. Former Defense Secretary and CIA Director Leon Panetta says critical infrastructure systems are increasingly vulnerable. Do you think there's a connection to the Kremlin? I don't think there's any question. The Russian intelligence agencies operate in every sector within their own countries and clearly know what kind of criminal elements are involved. The Russians know what the hell's going on. JBS said our systems are coming back online and we are not sparing any resources to fight this threat. We have cybersecurity plans in place to address these types of issues and we are successfully executing those plans. CBS News senior national security analyst Fran Townsend says the pushback from Washington needs to be increased. President Biden has a meeting coming up with Vladimir Putin. He's going to have to raise this. President Biden rightly is calling for a Global coalition to hold those nation states who harbor these criminals accountable. That'll mean things like sanctions. Well, President Biden plans to meet today with a top Republican senator in the effort to reach a deal on his infrastructure plan. CBS's Weijia Jiang on the feeling now at the White House. They want at least a clear path forward on infrastructure by Monday. They are worried, though, that if a divided Congress cannot reach compromise on this, which is something that has widespread public support, they won't be able to achieve anything else on President Biden's agenda. The latest Republican offer offers $1 trillion about for projects to fix roads, bridges, and rails, closer to President Biden's $1.7 trillion proposal. But the White House is drawing attention to several things that are not funded in the GOP package, like fixing veterans' hospitals, removing dangerous lead pipes, and funding clean energy jobs. The Biden administration is suspending oil and gas leases in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, a move that effectively reverses a plan deployed by the Trump White House. CBS News climate specialist Jeff Baradelli says it renews a political fight. The suspension does not guarantee that drilling will be indefinitely blocked in the Arctic Refuge. The administration has only committed to reviewing the leases, but not canceling them altogether. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is ruling out a presidential commission to investigate the Capitol attack, telling Democrats any panel appointed by President Biden would be unworkable. The Associated Press, which spoke with someone in the Democratic caucus, says other options include a second Senate vote on a commission or a House investigation, perhaps by a select committee. Hundreds of volunteers are involved in the search for a missing 11-year-old boy in Montezuma, Iowa. Xavier Harrelson was last seen Thursday morning on his bike not far from his home. State investigator Mitch Mortvet says one concern is hypothermia. With the report that we have, what he was last seen wearing, a t shirt, pajama bottoms, and tennis shoes, that was a concern of ours. But as the days go on, it's increasingly more suspicious and more concerning. The largest warship in Iran's Navy caught fire and sank in the Gulf of Oman. And news reports from the country say the origin of that fire is not clear. Here at home in Southern California, a fire station was the scene of deadly gunfire. It was an emotional L.A. County Fire Chief Daryl Osby. We had a tragic shooting at a fire station 81. An off-duty firefighter came to the station and opened fire. It's with a heavy heart that I stand here and say that one of our firefighter specialists succumbed from his injuries. A second firefighter was wounded after the shooting. The alleged suspect went to his home, set it on fire apparently killed himself. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Officials at Sequoia National Park say a 56-year-old California man was on a Memorial Day hike and fell 500 feet to his death. A woman who was with him and tried to help fell 30 feet and survived. Well, there's high heat in the west from Southern California all the way up to the Pacific Northwest. WCBS-TV forecaster Lonnie Quinn says it will move east. You're looking at 103 in Yakima, and it just continues to expand. For your day on Thursday, 103 in Boise, Idaho. You're 96 in portions of North Dakota. On Saturday, could be some record highs around Minneapolis, like, say, 92 degrees or so. Then, 90-degree temperatures invade the northeast early next week. Democratic state lawmaker Melanie Stansberry won an election to take the open House seat from New Mexico, left by Deb Holland, who's now Interior Secretary. New Mexico delivered for our people and delivered for the United States of America. In Bradbury, California, 17-year-old Haley Morinico saw trouble and acted fast. Honestly, the... Only thing I had in mind was to protect my dogs. That's what I did. She saw a large bear on top of a wall in her backyard, squaring off with the family dogs. She ran out, shoved the bear off the wall, and grabbed her dogs and ran inside. Her lesson is don't do what she did. Do not push bears, do not get close to bears. You do not want to get unlucky. Well, today is Lou Gehrig Day in Major League Baseball. I consider myself the luckiest man. On the face of the earth. Garrick died on June 2, 1941, of ALS, the disease that now bears his name, 16 years to the day after he took over at first base for the New York Yankees. All MLB players will wear commemorative patches today. The first relief pitcher to win the Cy Young Award as baseball's top pitcher has died at 78. What Mike Marshall did in 1974 was unheard of before or after. He pitched in 106 games, about two-thirds of the full schedule, and threw more than 200 innings in relief. He wanted the ball every day, and Dodgers manager Walt Alston basically said, okay. Marshall won 15 games. He saved 21 that year and kept getting hitters out with his screwball. He didn't have Hall of Fame career stats, but he did have that Hall of Fame career year that nobody will ever equal. Peter King, CBS News Orlando. A judge has brought an early end to the two-year period of supervised release for former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich. His 14-year prison sentence for corruption was commuted by President Trump just before the pandemic began. That's the World News Roundup for Wednesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.